Hey guys, William Mayette, creator of Jazz Edge. Welcome to episode 44 of the Confident Improviser podcast. I got a special episode here for you today. In fact, we got three special episodes coming back to back. So what we're going to be focusing on is this new Tritone Substitution Mastery Jazz Piano Techniques mini course. Long title, yes, I know. But in this uh, three-part series, I'm going to show you how to actually understand, how to use, and how to master your Tritone Substitution. So if you've always wondered about Tritones and want to know how to use them in your playing, well, this is going to be the episode four. You. All right, so let's dive right in here and talk about these uh, tritones. Um, and I'm going to show you how to get the music and everything on all of this in a little bit, but let's, let's dive into the lesson first of all. All right, so first of all, there's many different ways of thinking about your tritones. First of all, there's just the interval of a tritone. So just like you might have an interval of a major third, a perfect fifth, I'm uh, sorry, a perfect fourth, perfect fifth, you know, major six, minor six, whatever, you know, those are all intervals. Well, tritone is an interval as well. And there's a couple of different ways of getting to the interval of the tritone. The first way is start with your octaves and all you're doing is just moving the halfway point in the octave, right? So C up to F sharp, okay? That's your tritone. The other way is start on a note, let's say C here, all right? And go up one, two, three whole steps, okay? Now the example that I have here is E and B flat. So if I start on E and I go up one, two, three whole steps, you'll see that now I have a tritone, okay? That is the interval of a tritone or a tritone interval. We can also think of that interval as being an augmented fourth or a diminished fifth, but we call it a tritone. Some people might call it an augmented fourth or a diminished fifth, but a tritone is also the name for it as well, okay? So that is the interval of a tritone. You will find that interval within your chords. For instance, this chord right here, if I put a C underneath it, that would be a C7 chord. And you see that with the C7 chord, the third and the seventh form the interval of a tritone, okay? But bear in mind that that interval of a tritone is not a tritone substitution just yet. This is just the interval of a tritone. All right, so now let's move on and let's talk about our tritone substitution. Going back to this same example of the E and the B flat in the right hand along with C in the left hand, that creates my C7 uh, um, chord, right? So that's the third and the seventh, right? The E and the B flat. If I just change the root down here from C down to G flat, it now becomes a G flat seven chord. Okay, so now what I've done is I've changed the C7 chord to a G flat 7 chord. I am substituting the C7 with a G flat instead. That is my tritone substitution. So one way of looking at this is when I have a dominant 7th chord, okay, so in this case a C7 chord, if I go a tritone away from the root of that chord, so remember, a tritone away from C is F sharp, or G flat, right? Okay, so when I go a tritone away and I play that root instead of the C7 root, that gives me my tritone substitution. The chord in the right hand, the third and the seventh, still work over that G flat. In fact, interestingly enough, look at what happens here. So on a C7 chord, again, my left hand is playing the root C, 
My right hand is playing E and B flat, which is the third and the seventh of my C7 chord. All right, so in the right hand, that is the third and the seventh of C7. If I change the root in my left hand to G flat, well, guess what? The E now becomes the seventh and the B flat becomes the third of the G flat chord. So you see how they flip there, okay? So on a C7 chord, E and B flat is the third and the seventh of the chord. On G flat seven, E and B flat is the seventh and the third, okay? Now don't worry if you still don't get the tritone substitution yet because over the next uh, course of these uh, next three videos, you're going to, we're gonna go through a bunch of different examples and whatnot. I also have a bunch of sheet music available as well. If you want to get that sheet music, you can just go right on back to jazzedge.com slash tritone. You can also just go ahead and take a look at that card that just popped up in the YouTube video and that will take you right on back to that site as well. But it's jazzedge.com slash tritone. Right? You can grab the sheet music. It is absolutely free of charge for you to grab that sheet music. I suggest that you do because there's also going to be some cool quiz stuff in here. All right. And speaking of quiz stuff, let's move on to the first quiz here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play these different intervals. Okay. And then for those of you listening on the podcast, it uh, might be on the road. I'm also going to say the names of the notes of each of the interval and you get to figure out, is it a tritone or is it not a tritone? All right. So you have E and B flat. I'm going to help you out with this first one. We already know that, well, right. It is a tritone, right? Because we've been doing that. We were just working on that interval. So E and B flat, this first one will be a tritone. So I just write in TT for a tritone. Okay. What about this one? I have B and F natural. Is that a tritone or not? What about the next one? A flat and E flat. A flat and E flat. What about this one? E and A. E and A. Okay. What about this one? A flat. Uh, what do we have here? Oh, I'm sorry. F flat and um, uh, B flat. So F flat and B flat. Now pay attention to this because it's kind of a little bit of a trick, right? So it's, uh, remember, enharmonic. F flat is the same thing as what note? Okay, so that's the only uh, uh, hint I'm gonna give you. What about this one? A flat and C. Now some of these you might even be able to hear whether or not it's a tritone or not uh, pretty, uh, pretty quickly. What about this one? D and A, D and A. Next one, C sharp and G. C sharp and G. Next one, C and F, C and F. Next one, A and E flat, A and E flat. Next one, G flat and B sharp. How about that? And then finally, we have G and D. So when you listen to these intervals, you will start to hear the ones that sound like a tritone. Remember, the tritone is, is the most tense interval that we, we have in music. So really, when you hear that tritone, it really kind of stands out as, wow, that's, that's, that's pretty tense. Now, if you're looking for the answers, well, don't worry. I wrote in all the answers in the sheet music. Again, if you want that sheet music, just go to jazzedge.com slash tritone. All right, so here's another one now. Here's another uh, mini quiz. This one now is a tritone substitution mini quiz, all right? So the first uh, chord that I have here is F7. Well, now, what is the tritone? Where would I go in the left hand 
uh, in my tritone, and what would that chord be? I'm going to help you on this first one, okay? So I have F7 here, I have F in the left hand, and I have A and E flat in the right hand. Well, what I want to do is I want to go a tritone away from this F, okay? So I could think one, two, three whole steps up, okay? That's a B. I could also think halfway point in the octave. I could also start an F and then just count up one, two, three, four, five, six half steps, all right? I can do it that way. But if I go from F and I put a B underneath there, right? So now if I just write in a B right there, then this chord right here becomes B7. And guess what? That is my tritone. So an F7 chord and a B7 chord share the same guide tones. Remember, our guide tones are the third and the seventh of a chord. Third and the seventh of a chord. So F7 and B flat share the same guide tones, same notes, but the function of the guide tone changes. Remember, when we move to B, when we move to B7, that seventh, okay, is now the A, which was the third on the F7 chord. All right, now there's something else to, um, you know, to really think about here, and that is that some students are gonna be asking, all right, well, wait a second, I, I, I understand the tritone substitution, I understand that I could do F7, and, or I could change the root to B, and it becomes B7. Well, what if I had like an F minor chord? Could I then like change the root to B, and it becomes some kind of B chord? Or if I had an F major chord, and I change the root, does it become something else? Now, it really just works on the dominant chords, okay? So it's just on the dominant chords that we do these tritone substitutions. We really don't do tritone substitutions on other chords. Now, I am going to show you in this mini course how there are ways of preceding these other chords with their tritone substitution, right? And it's a really cool thing. We're going to be talking about that over all the things you are. Uh, and it's, it, it really makes the song sound really, really hip. All right, so let's move on to the next one here. D7. Okay, so go to the tritone of D7. And what would you get? I'm going to let you do that. We will talk about the answers. I'll give you all the answers in uh, next uh, podcast episode, all right? So the episode 45. All right, what about G7? What's the tritone away from G7? Okay, and then moving on, what about B flat 7? What's the tritone away from B flat 7? And then E flat 7. What's the tritone away from E flat 7? And then finally, a flat seven. Eh, I'm just going to fix this in harmonic here. A flat seven. What's a tritone away from A flat seven? And I'm going to even help you out. I'm going to keep that C and F sharp there for the next one, just to kind of help you out for the end harmonics. All right. So A flat seven. What's a tritone away from A flat seven? Like I said, all of these things are answered. I'm not going to show you the answers. Okay. Uh, I'm going to let you try and figure out the answers on your own. But if you want to get that answer sheet. Just, again, go ahead right back to jazzedge.com slash tritone. All right, so now let me show you this cycle four tritone exercise. This is a great exercise uh, to work on. Let me play it for you, and then we will uh, break it down here. So it's, uh, I'm actually going to play the right hand down an octave. This goes through about half of them. Uh, you end up hitting uh, 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 all 12 chromatic uh, tones, but then you can also start them on. 
you start it on C sharp, D flat, and then kind of go through the cycle again as well to get those same voicings. All right, so what's happening in the right hand? Right hand, I'm playing my third and my seventh for C7, okay? And then I go to my F7. Again, third and seventh. And then this is going to help you just get down these tritones because the right hand, guess what, is playing all tritones. The interval in the right hand is all a tritone. So E to B flat is a tritone. E flat to A is a tritone. D to A flat is a tritone. These are your tritone intervals, okay? Now we are not doing a tritone substitution, okay? Now, if I wanted to, I could do a tritone substitution. I'm going to show it to you, but it is not written in here. So rather than playing C underneath here, I could change that root to a G flat and then to an F. E to an E flat. D to a D flat. C to a B. B flat to an A. A flat to a G. So for those of you that are a little bit more advanced players, just know that that first chord, the C7, you could change that into its tritone. Guess what? You can also do that for the next chord as well. Rather than going C7 to F7, change the root in the left hand, okay, so change this F to its tritone. Well, what is a tritone away from F? B. So C to B, B flat to A, A flat to G, G flat. So you could do. You could also do your tritones. Or, oh, sorry. Wait a minute, Willie moving way too fast. Explain that to me again. All right, so let's go through and let me explain this uh, exercise to you again. All right, so first of all, we can do just our typical cycle four motion. Remember, cycle four motion is opposite. It's counterclockwise motion on the circle of fifths. Typically, the circle of fifths goes clockwise. Uh, cycle four motion goes counterclockwise, right? So if I just pull up my circle of fifths uh, chord chart real quick here. Let me try and find it here if I can find this thing real fast for you because it might make it just a little bit easier for you to see it. Here we go. All right, so here's my circle of fifths. You notice that I start on C and typically the circle of fifths moves clockwise or to the right. It goes C, then G, then D, then A, then A, blah, blah, okay? But you see here in this circle of fifths uh, chart, it's written as dominant motion to the left and going to the left gives me my cycle four, okay? So that's C to F, to B flat, to E flat, to A flat, to D flat. That's my cycle four motion, right? C to F, F to B flat, B flat to E flat. All right, and that's what's going on here. I am going from my C to my F, my B flat to my E flat, and I'm playing them all as dominant chords. And, it, and the chord voicing that I'm doing in the right hand, it's just a very simple chord voicing. It's just the third and the seventh of the chord. When I move to the F7, rather than picking up my hand and coming up to the third and the seventh of the chord, I just make it easy for myself, and instead I move to the seventh and the third. And I do the third and seventh of B flat, and then I move to the seventh and the third of E flat. 
then I do the third and the third and the seventh of A flat, and then move to the seventh and third of D flat, and so on and so forth. Okay. All right. So that's just my typical cycle four dominant motion. So then the first thing I can do is I can replace this first chord with its tritone, and a tritone away from C is G flat. And guess what? You're just going to be moving down by half steps. So it's going to go G flat to F, and then guess what? This B flat is going to be an E, and it goes to E flat. The A flat is going to be a D. So you see? G flat F, E, E flat D, D flat, right? So you see how you're going? Uh, 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 G flat F, E, E flat D, D flat C, B, B flat A, A flat G, and then finally ending at C. The right hand stays exactly the same. The only thing that's changing are these left hand roots. Okay? And then by changing the left hand root, you're also changing the name of the chord. So if I change this from a C to a G flat, right, that chord is no longer a C7 chord. Instead, I would call that chord a G flat 7. Okay? That's a G flat 7 chord. So now I can go G flat 7 to F7. Change the root to E, guess what? It becomes E7. Now E flat 7. Change the root to D, it becomes D7. D flat. All right, so you see, like you can play around with this. And you can have a lot of fun messing around with these, uh, you know, with these exercises. Now, the next thing you could do is. Keep that first chord as is. Keep the C7. All right, keep that right like that. But instead, the F, change that one to its tritone. That would be a B. And then by changing that root to B, this now becomes a B7 chord. So then C to B, B flat to A, A flat to G, G flat to F, E, E flat, D, D flat, C. So, like I said, if you want this uh, sheet music, you can grab all that sheet music by just going back to uh, jazzedge.com slash tritone, or, like I said, just take a look at that card that just popped up. The music is absolutely free. I would definitely suggest downloading it. You, you got nothing to lose and everything to gain uh, by grabbing the music, so I definitely suggest that you uh, take a look at that music. All right, so that's it for um, today's exercise. What I would like you to do is really just kind of let this whole idea of the tritone kind of wash over you. Don't worry if you don't fully understand it. We got two more uh, episodes that are going to be focusing on tritones, so we're really going to kind of dive into this and look at it from many different vantage points, all right? But grabbing the sheet music is going to help for sure, and then doing those quizzes will help. And then uh, remember, if you want to watch these uh, videos of the podcast, just subscribe to my YouTube channel. They're right on the YouTube channel. There's a playlist for them. And then also, don't forget about Jazz Piano Daily. If you would like to get some free daily jazz piano lessons, absolutely free of charge, go back to jazzpianodaily.com, and then I'm going to have 45 days of sheet music, again, available absolutely free of charge. So you can find all that information right back at jazzpianodaily.com. We go live 
um, uh, in earnest come September 1st, uh, 2021. So if you go there before then, you know, you'll see a sign up, but we're just not completely live yet. But still, you can go ahead in, put your name in there, and then you'll get those uh, free lessons. All right. So anyway, thank you all very much for joining me. Look forward to seeing you in that next podcast episode.